Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Is This Thing On? Sorry, I had to pause because right now I decided to record this episode without my mic that I record this episode with. This podcast with, I mean, and I'm doing it for my phone because I'm lazy. And yeah, but sorry for not having the usual iconic mic sound effect uh anyhow um i don't know what i'm gonna call this episode or i don't even know in which direction we're gonna go in but we're just you're just gonna have to deal with it and you're just gonna have to tolerate me for the next 20 or so minutes that i have your attention so yeah so i think right now um you know being in my early 20s i'm in a confusing period of my life where so little backstory on me if you didn't already know because i've already made an episode on this um i i'm already a college graduate i've been a college graduate for three years I just made the three-year mark in May, graduated in 2017 with a Bachelor's of Science in Psychology and a minor in Sociology. Yes, I put up with the BS to get the BS. <laughs> Little punny joke that I made there. Anyways, so I've been a college graduate for a little while now and I'm not gonna lie guys, post-grad life is really hard, um, especially finding a job in, in my field, I feel like is very hard. Um, I think like I think for millennials in, gen- in general, it's kind of hard finding a job like right out of college. Because um, in some ways the job market is very big and in other ways it's very small especially right now with a pandemic it just makes things all the more frustrating anyways the reason i'm mentioning this is because it's been three years and i haven't been able to necessarily work in my field because of the fact that i need a little something called a master's degree which requires me to go to graduate school for an additional two to three years, which I was in, by the way, but I had to take a hiatus um, purposely because I just couldn't afford it anymore, and I've already talked about this. Um, And so I've been not doing what I'm supposed to do with my career for almost three years and it kind of sucks because when you don't have parents that are I guess supportive in 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 you you know working your butt off and doing what you can in the moment it just sucks um and I think a lot of us can relate in the sense that our parents yes most of our parents want the best for us um but most of our parents are also very 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 stubborn and make us feel like idiots if we're not living up to the standards that they have set when they were our age um 
One of them being that I'm not working in, the, in my field right now. I can't. Why? Because I don't have at least a master's degree. And I had actually a decent job right after, a few months after I had graduated college, I applied to work at this outpatient facility, which I thought was a good idea because it was semi-related to what I went to school for. But it turns out to be that it was going to be mostly me doing social work. I have nothing against social work, and I think I've already mentioned this in a previous episode. I think working there for about two months was a good was a good thing in theory because it gave me clinical experience, but long term it was a very draining job. It was very demanding, and I know what you're thinking. Oh my God, another stupid millennial. Boo-hoo-hoo, that doesn't want to work hard, that is a crybaby. Um, no. Uh, it was quite the opposite of that. Uh, we had to... Basically, I was a case manager, which is just a fancy term for social worker. I basically did social work, um, and I would have to go visit people at their houses. Basically, what happened with that job is that... I was in charge of adults in mental health. And so what that meant was that I was basically assigned a caseload and that provided me with a list of potential clients that I would have on my list. And basically I was assigned to these clients and my job was to call them up and I couldn't say the place of where I worked or anything like that, especially if the person that I called wasn't the person that I called. If their, for example, if their spouse called uh, or if their relative uh, answered the phone, I'm sorry, um, I couldn't say where I was from. Um, not unless they themselves answered the phone call. If they didn't answer by the second time, I had to go make a home visit and literally be there. And it would suck because sometimes these people were either homeless or they lived in very, very different home conditions. And it was just a hard time trying to track them down and whatnot needless to say the job was very demanding and i quit within two months of being there uh yes i learned the training they gave me was very very quick and while i did learn everything really really quickly and i adapted and even my own co-workers that were there at the same time that i was were asking me for help because i just like picked it up so quickly like even even though I was able to adapt and, and pick up things really quickly, um, it just was not the job for me after seeing the way that they sort of operated at this outpatient center. Um, and no shade to them. It, it's just not what I was about. And I didn't really feel like doing social work at all. Again, I respect social workers. I think they are a valuable asset to our community and to so many people but it was just not the job for me anyways so that was basically the closest job i had to what i was going to school for which is psychology 
Um, and ever since then, I kind of sort of have had a number of part-time jobs in my life. So after that incident, I didn't, uh, luckily, because I felt in my heart that I knew I wasn't going to last at that place working there. Well, it was a, it was a good and good place to gain valuable clinical experience. Uh, it just wasn't the place for me. Um, but luckily, I still had my other part-time job um, that I've had since I was 18 years old, which is working at my old church. Um, yeah, and I worked in childcare with children from little babies all the way up until they were like 11 years old. Um, and I still technically sort of worked work there, but I'm on a, I got laid off basically because of COVID. Um, we all got laid off. Um, and so, but that's been my job consistently since I was 18. I'm 23 now. So I've been there for nearly five years. And while I love children and I love that job, I just wish I could move forward and get a more serious job. Like something that's eight to five worthy. Um, so after that, I did substituting for a little bit. I was a substitute teacher for a bit at a Christian school um, and I really really liked it uh, the kids were so nice very well behaved they're so cute I love kids um, and I just really really liked being there but then they never called me back they never texted me and I was available to work and they never 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 texted me so I gave up on that and then after that um, I worked at, um, <laughs> guys, you're going to hate me for this, but I might have to pull up my resume because I cannot seem, uh, to see my, all right, this is what I've worked in. Okay, so I've been in childcare for almost five years. Then I worked at that outpatient clinic. Then I was a substitute. And then late last year in August, um, I worked at a restaurant. Smoothie, vegan, vegetarian, sort of health food place. And I really, really liked it. It was my first time ever working in like the food service industry. And I thought it was a lot of fun. And I didn't feel out of place there because uh, oftentimes when I'm talking about food and diets, like I can't relate most of the time because I'm a vegetarian. And even, even in 2020, that is like a fairly new thing. Um, but I've been vegetarian now for a long, a little while like for five years um yes i've had fish here and there uh but 90 percent of my diet is plant-based i would say like 95 percent 
Um, and so I was really happy working there because all my coworkers were either vegan or vegetarian. And um, I'm a health nut. I like to eat healthy, but I also have my cheat days, specifically the weekends. I kind of just go a little little AWOL sometimes, a little, (laughs) I go crazy sometimes, like, this weekend, I was not that good in my body, but you know what, it is just an extra reason to get in the gym and kick my butt tomorrow at the gym and really burn off and work off those calories and just, yeah, I love exercising, um, so, that working at that place was a lot of fun. Um, I never thought I would have fun making food and making smoothies, uh, but I really, really liked it. My coworkers were super nice, and uh, sadly, I got laid off from that place too because they unfortunately went out of business, which sucked because. Uh, you know, a lot of these health food places for, like, vegan food and vegetarian food and smoothies are just outrageously expensive. And it really shouldn't be that expensive to eat that healthy, to eat your veggies, to eat your fruit. Like, it shouldn't be so damn expensive, but it is. And so, alas, I lost that job. So then I was jobless for a good old while, but then I went back to, I still had my other part-time job working in childcare. And so I'm very happy that I've had that job because it's actually taught me a lot. Like working with children teaches you so much um, about how to treat people because children are just so, curious and I think naturally as human beings we're all curious and we all you know have you know different qualities um that we possess and so I think if you can work with children you can work with anyone you can work in any type of environment um so that job has taught me a lot. Um, I've been grateful that I've been able to get the employment opportunities that I've had. But I'm just at a point where I'm just like, because I'll hear it from my parents. I'll hear it from other people. And and, and, the, and everybody, the age-old question I always get asked is, so what are you going to be doing with your life next? So what's next for you? So what do you do? What is your career? And, you know... The answer to that right now is I'm figuring it out, you know, especially during a pandemic. It just sends me into a downward world spiral where I'm just kind of like, I'm not doing anything with my life. My life is put on pause. Graduate school was put on pause. And it just kind of makes me feel like a little bit of a failure because my own parents keep telling me, oh, you need to get a job and you need to do this and you should apply here. You should apply there. And I have. I've been trying to apply everywhere where I could possibly utilize my degree 
and it's just so hard because the thing that they don't tell you about after you graduate from college is that it's not going to be easy at all by any means to get a job and and let me let me let me make this very very clear maybe it, it it's obvious to some of you guys but you know if you are still in college or you're a post grad let me just tell you this finding a job after college is probably one of the hardest things that you're going to have to deal with because the competition out there it is tough it's a dog eats dog world you know there's always going to be out there people that are more experienced than you that are more valuable than you that they're smarter than you that they just have more going on for them and you just kind of have to like deal with that and it sucks that sometimes we gotta embellish our resume a little bit more to get a job and it's like the toughest thing about going on a job hunt is like you fill it all out they have all your personal information they do a background check i know that that's standard in most you know employment circumstances they have to do a background check on you they can't just you know employ anyone um but at the same time it's like they're like they call you in for an interview and you're you know you're all giddy and stuff because you're like oh my god i have an interview oh my god i might actually get this job oh my god i might actually be a functioning adult for once and have a normal eight to five job like the rest of society and then you come to realize that they went with another applicant and you know what they don't even let you know why and you've been calling for days trying to get an update about your application after you've already had a freaking interview and they don't bother to tell you except they tell you that they already gave that position away to someone else and then you're just sitting there contemplating absolutely every freaking decision you've made in your life can i get an amen to anyone that's ever done that because that is me right now um and so you know being 23 right now i'm at a crossroads where i should have already been working in my field for a bit or i should have already had a stable eight to five job and it just it sucks it sucks when people are constantly reminding you that you don't have your life together yet and you know what my theory is my theory is hold up hold up all right i think that our 20s are just an extension of our teenage years i know what you're thinking you can't get away with the same things you did when you were a teenager true true you are now held accountable for every life-altering decision you make especially because you're no longer in your teens you have grown out of the puberty um and you're not as filled with hormones as you were when you were a pubescent teenager and you're less likely to make stupid decisions well at least some of us okay yeah the other you know percentage of us will still make those stupid decisions well into our 20s and 30s 
But you know what? That's life. You 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 get up sometimes, you fall, you get up back again, and then the world realizes that um, that you're stupid, and so you get knocked down again. So um, yeah, and so I feel like our twenties are just such a trivial time right now. Like it's like you're held now accountable for all the decisions you're gonna make but then you're also at a point where you're like okay how do i manage my finances how do i get a good stable job how do i get a hold of my life and get a good career why am i not getting a good job and you start questioning absolutely everything and it tears you down and and you come to realize like when am I ever going to be happy? When am I ever going to just slow down for a bit and just take in what's happening for a second and realize that you're not always going to be in that state of your life? Um, it's just really hard because for me personally, I... You know, I worked really hard in school. Then I went to college. um, And I never took a break in college. I did all my classes. I took summer classes. I took so many classes my first semester of of university. And uh, it killed me uh, so much. But, you know, then I graduated. And then, you know, after that, I kind of did take a little hiatus little break not by choice but because you know um graduate school is expensive and then you got to study for your gre which is another thing that i absolutely just don't like the gre is the freaking worst it measures absolutely nothing and it's just it's just another way for these you know, colleges and educational companies to get money from you. It's just, ugh, it's so frustrating. Um, and and it, it really, really makes you feel like a freaking failure when you don't get that GRE score that you were supposed to get for your program. Or you don't, you know, get that job that you were supposed to get even though you have that degree. You know, you don't, there's just so many things. It's like, Sometimes someone that doesn't even have a college career will get a job over you that has a college career simply because they've worked, I don't know, like five for 10 years and they'll take someone that has experience over a college degree. So then you're just left there questioning like, did I seriously get this degree for nothing? And the answer to that is I don't know. I don't freaking know. If I knew, I would not be making an episode like this right now. (laughs) Um, But I think that, you know, sometimes um, our parents and the people around us, while they want the best for us, sometimes just hearing them tell us that, we need to get our life together and we need to do this and we need to do that. And when we're not living up to people's expectations, it kind of just hits us like a punch in the face. And, you know, we're kind of just like feeling 
disappointed in ourselves and you know I think there's going to be a season for everything and I think right now we're just going through a season where we got to just slow down and reflect on the things that have happened like yes this pandemic sucks for literally everyone it sucks for the healthcare workers that are out there risking their lives to you know save those lives uh, it sucks for the economy. It sucks for people that are trying to get a job. They're trying to support their families. I'm very grateful that I'm in a position where I don't have to support my family. But my heart really goes out to those people that have lost their jobs and they can't seem to get another one. And they need to support their families. That, like that's that's something huge. Um, that I'm I'm very grateful that I don't have to do and and I know this episode probably sounds like a like a childish rant um but it's just me kind of like you know burying my heart and soul on here I think and then this is what that's that's kind of what I wanted this podcast to be like yes I talk about anything on here I talk about lot of stuff that are hap- that is happening with me personally because I want to just be able to connect and relate to my audience like yes we all don't have the same circumstances but you know we're all human we all feel like a failure sometimes and I'm just hoping that whoever is hearing this podcast episode just know that you're not alone and that I've gone through so many days where I just feel like a complete fraud um, because I don't have that job that I want because I'm not in graduate school because I'm not, you know, financially there with my life. And it's just our life. It's kind of funny how our life is sort of measured by how much money we make how much things we own, how many things we own, um, you know, our relationships, like, that's another thing, I always hear people ask me, like, oh, when are you gonna get a job, when are you gonna be in a relationship, oh, are you single, where's your boyfriend, like, when are you gonna get married, and it's like, Jeez Louise, like, I'm only 23. I know that back then I would have been considered an old maid. In the 1950s, I probably would have been an old maid because if you were, God forbid, over the age of 20, you weren't married and didn't have children, oh my God, consider her an old spinster with, like, 50 cats. I only have two cats, by the way. Um, But it's just, it's just annoying, It makes you feel like you don't have your life in order and your life in check. And you know what? And that's why I said that our 20s are just an extension of our teenage years. Because here's the thing. No one in their 20s ever fully has their life together. If you're someone in your 20s that you're making a good amount of money, you're living in your dream house you know, you're traveling the world, you're doing what you want. Oh my God. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. God bless you. You are winning at life, you know, but for the rest of us that we're still kind of like in development, 
We're trying to figure things out. We're taking things day by day by day. That's okay too. You know, not all of us are going to be entrepreneurs. Not all of us are going to be able to travel the world. Not all of us are going to be financially stable. We're going to make some stupid decisions like buying a stupid purse that, you know, looks pretty on Instagram. And then you take it out for a walk and you're like, what the heck did I buy? You know, um, we're all on different patterns and paths of life. Uh, I hate to sound like a motivational speaker, but that is, I guess that's where this is going, <laughs> you know? Um, and so don't make anyone feel like a failure just because they're not where they're quote unquote supposed to be. Um, you know, cause I have a lot of days where I feel in- inadequate and I feel like sometimes I can't even celebrate the little victories in my life that I have. Like being able to give good advice to a friend that needs it. Being able to be there for someone when they're, you know, suffering. When they're having a crappy day. You know, being able to just be that support system for someone. Being able to like pray for someone and and make sure that they're going to be okay. I can't even celebrate those little victories sometimes because I hear all these overlapping things in my life it's a constant pattern and 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 i i'm sad to say it but i've let all those things define me i've let the fact that i don't have an eight to five job define me i've let the fact that i am not in graduate school define me i've let the fact that i'm not financially stable define me (sighs) and so i don't really have (laughs) A concluding statement for this podcast except for the fact that you know it's okay to not be where you're supposed to be yet it's okay we're all figuring this thing out you know even people that are married and have kids and have a job and have a wife and have a dog and you know you know Even people that seem like they have it all together, they do not have it all together. You know, we're all just figuring it out. Life is a work in progress. And, God, I sound like such a cringy motivational speaker. I'm sorry. Um, But I just wanted to say, because I have felt like this for a very long time, just wanted to say that it's okay to still be a work in progress. Okay? Do not beat yourself up before it. Do not let yourself, do not let your circumstances in life right now define you. You know, you are bigger, you are bigger and stronger and wiser than that. Okay. And I just hope and pray that if anyone that is like me out there feeling like this, I hope and pray that through Christ, we will overcome it. Um, And I truly believe that. I truly believe that the season of life that I'm going through right now where I don't have the job I want. I'm not in graduate school. I'm not financially stable. I don't have the relationship that I want. I know and I pray and I'm hopeful that God is going to give me something better than than the cards that I'm dealt with right now. And I pray for that. I pray for that to be the same for you guys too. And if you're going through imposter syndrome, if you're going through 
doubts, if you feel like a failure, just know that you will overcome all that. You will. Okay? And so, with that, guys, I just wanted to say that, as always, I have (laughs) a podcast number that you can always call if you ever want to chitty chat or leave me a voicemail message. Um, or leave me a podcast topic suggestion, whatever it may be. Um, I have a number that you can call or text, and it's 956-278-0720. 956-278-0720. That is 956-278-0720. And that is the podcast number for this podcast. Call it, text it. Do whatever you want. Send me some some memes if you want. Um, yeah, like if you need a friend to chat to, the number's there. Um, as always, I will leave resources in the description of this podcast. There's also a voice message link that you can click on. The text takes you to the podcast website, and you can leave a little voice memo there. And maybe I'll put it on the next podcast episode. Who knows? That's if y'all even care to give me feedback. Oh my god, I'm trying not to shade anyone. I'm sorry. Um, But with that, guys, I hope that y'all are having a wonderful morning, day, and night. Whatever time of the day it is, wherever you are. Um, And as always, guys and girls, whoever's listening to this, if you're an alien out there, hi. Anyways... Um, As always, uh, go forth, prosper, and God bless. Bye!